Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. You're a wizard, Harry. Turn to page 394. Of course it's happening inside your head, Harry. Why should that mean that it's not real? Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Hey, what's up? I love how you were like, you were like going to the beat of my voice. That's kind of, I, I had to like, you know, prepare myself. For, uh, I never know what I'm going to say until the exact It moment, almost so. messed me up. <laughs> I was like, what? He's, he's going to the beat of my voice. Ashley, focus, focus. Hey, you did pretty funny. good. Mm-hmm. You got through it. Yeah. I know. It just made me laugh. Um, welcome back, Big Sisters. We are in the second to last episode of our Harry Potter summer. Cheers. Mm-hmm. We're already, we're already yeah. almost pretty much done. And the last one, I mean, this one and the next one are going to be kind of tear fest. So it's just, pretty terrible. Just heads up. Heads up. We might cry. <sighs> as in we, as in me and Sammy. I don't know about Dan. Um, I'll do like the Bruce Willis Misty Tears, you know. That, <laughs> that works. One, One tear. <laughs> Single. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this week we are talking the HBO 20th anniversary special or the Max now because they're not HBO. Whatever. No. <laughs> I had to re-download the app. It was so annoying. Same. Really? Yeah. I don't you think re- we did. Maybe Robbie did. I don't know. Robbie probably had to because it, made, it makes you. Thankfully, it didn't log me out. Like it just had me it like re-downloaded a new app and then just automatically like signed itself in it was really weird okay yeah i don't know um but uh today's we don't really have much structure to this episode we're just going to talk about the special i kind of vomited a lot of words onto a page sammy vomited some words onto the page dan's going to add some words um but we're just going to kind of 
go through it. Um, we are going to kind of skip over the in memoriam portion of the HBO special mm-hmm. just because our last episode for the summer is our in memoriam episode. Mm-hmm. We wanted to end the summer remembering everyone that we had lost mm-hmm. um, through this series. Uh, if you guys have not realized it, this is a huge series that has kind of been a pillar in, in our lives growing up. We grew up with them. They kind of came out when we were 11 and we, we, we followed it through. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's been a big part and, and I love that they did this special because we got to see, um, a little bit more into their lives and where they are now and how they still feel about it. And it's always such a good thing when you hear that the main stars of something you love still finds it very important and very mm-hmm. pivotal in their lives. Cause mm-hmm. there have been shows and stuff that I've loved and they, they hate it now. Like some Disney channel stars, like talk bad about the show that they were in and, mm-hmm. and, um, a specific movie series that we don't name on this show. They all hated being in it. They um, should though. I know. <laughs> um, so it's good to feel that. And, and you have that in other ones. Lord of the Rings has that. I don't think anybody regrets being in Lord of the Rings. Um, I don't think anybody regrets being in, um, oh, um, C.S. Lewis's the witch in the lion mm. witch in the wardrobe the and they didn't that one exactly mm-hmm. correct but anyways yeah. um so yeah so they kind of broke it down in little random like headlines throughout the show so that's mm-hmm. how i kind of broke this up so let's just start in the intro um mm, yeah i i've talked a lot so see me uh, what did you feel as you saw that intro it's just so first you know the music comes on and they've got all these shots of everybody kind of separate and you know you're they're just kind of doing what they're doing like emma's getting a book matthew lewis is in a cab and it's so cute and then they get their letter from hogwarts um and they open it and then it has their name and wherever their location is and it's adorable and the best part was how like emma like takes it and she just looks like so emotional about it oh it just warms my heart it's I just love the opening it's so sweet Mm -hmm. the way that they did it and then they have the the quote at the beginning which um they t- where albus is talking and he says it's a mysterious thing time and i love that tie mm-hmm. in too just to show that time has passed but they're all still connected and oh mm-hmm. it's such a good way to open it i just loved it it was so sweet mm-hmm. it was yeah i'm watching them all hug and oh mm-hmm. so nice mm-hmm. yeah i uh, just the reunions like they're on the train they get them on the hogwarts express train and seeing them hug each other and going to the the cat the the um what do you call them the compartments the Mm -hmm. compartments that they that they sat in so many times before and they showed little um uh helena with a newspaper and like (laughs) like, winks i thought of dan right away i'm like "Ah, there's dan's crush yeah there she is that's amazing Yep, she does. She still looks great. Um, yeah. And and Emma and Tom hugging. I don't know why, but it's just that warms my heart because they have a very special friendship mm-hmm. uh, there. Mm-hmm. And you felt just... it. Like when they hug, you felt it like from across the screen. Yeah, you could tell it was genuine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And later on, when they actually talk about each other, I put mm-hmm. that conversation and we're discussing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the Weasleys all together again, like they're all mm-hmm. sitting at the table together mm-hmm. and and the dining hall oh my gosh what they did with the the, so the great hall dining mm-hmm. hall it's the great hall actually <laughs> the dining um, hall at hogwarts 
the great hall and the mm-hmm. dancers and all the dresses seemed very like they almost looked like the wedding dresses from bill and floor's wedding mm-hmm. almost looked like multiple florals mm-hmm. twirling around it was just oh beautifully beautifully done like mm-hmm. this is not a normal reunion this is a it's a big well deal. thought out mm-hmm. reunion mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever seen a reunion special this thought out yeah and i just love that they had the sets and everything that were included yeah because like you're saying a lot of time on reunions like they sometimes include the sets but sometimes it's just them like meeting up someplace and talking mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. was just so much more special absolutely yeah mm-hmm. it probably helps that universal in england still has all the sets there for tours it's yeah, like you can an actual go. place you can go look so i think it was very easy for them to do that yeah um because the only other reunion i've seen or lately is friends that they've been on all the on all the um sets yeah but i haven't seen that reunion for me to stream anywhere i've only seen like bits and pieces of it on tiktok hmm. i thought it was on was it i don't on know HBO? where it is I don't know. I've not looked. I don't know where it's I watched it. It's on HBO. It that will be my next one to watch. I thought it was on HBO for some reason. Okay. No. I'll have to look. Yeah. Because that's another show that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. is is just beautiful. Uh, and when, after they did all the intro, I don't know who's doing the narration in this. I should have looked. Um, but they read the first lines of the book. Yes. Mm. And it just brings you right back in. You're like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> and it's it's Diagon Alley, right? That's when they were mm-hmm. doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have Dan just walking along walking. by himself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time you're like, you see everybody else, you don't see him yet. Yeah, but like, you, where's right. Dan? Where's he at? Where's he at? Yeah. Where's just he at? like, where's he at? And I just love his intro was alone because he was mm-hmm. the key to the series. You know, mm-hmm. all three of them were immensely important, but mm-hmm. he is Harry Potter. So, yeah, yeah. I loved his intro, too. And can I say this is the only time I will look at Dan and it, like Dan, uh, what's his last name? Radcliffe. Radcliffe, because we have a Dan sitting in here. Mm-hmm. The only time I will look at Radcliffe and be like, oh my gosh, you look good. He's I don't know what dude. was happening with him. He mm-hmm. had his hair done in the mm-hmm. beard and the face. He mm-hmm. looked good in this. And I've I never mean, seen him attractive. Like, like as soon as I saw him, I was like, what a jawline. Mm-hmm. I know. What a jawline. You were blessed, my man. Mm-hmm. I know, and you don't really notice that in anything else he does. Like they mm-hmm. did, they did a really good job with whatever costume, uh, costume makeup person did his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Oh, sorry. I was like looking at the. What did I write? Mm-hmm. Um. So I love that Emma started out, and she was just talking, and to hear kind of where Emma came from with. Uh, the books and she was such a fan of the books I didn't realize how much she was a fan of the books before Mm -hmm. she became Hermione like her parents when she would read it to her would actually do different voices for Mm -hmm. um when they were reading and uh there was just a lot of different things that that were very special to her before she started but to see the footage of them just uh see the footage of uh children and teens sitting at bookstores and waiting for books and all of the I'm like I remember that I remember being always all over the news yes yes. it's just like oh I miss those days of where you would pack at a bookstore for a book we have not had that in years even before COVID there Mm -hmm. has not been book series like that for so long Mm -hmm. Harry Potter truly was special with that Mm -hmm. yeah um before I get in with Tom and Emma, anything you guys want to add about the other stuff, add to the intro intro stuff? 
I, pretty much just everything you said. I mean, it just it's it's really the little things that make it you know special for me. Like Emma's moment right before she enters, like she just takes that one breath, like mm -hmm. you know, here mm -hmm. we go, that real close up on her face. And then when they walk in and like you see the dancers do that little throwback to like the whatever it was, the yeah. French house or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, 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 okay. Mm -hmm. You know, just little little things like that. You know, it really yeah. It, you know, that's what kind of put me back in that in that place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. 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 And I love that. Like it gave us a lot of that, like this, the special gives us a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, but there's certain stuff that I never heard of until we actually got the stories from them. It's not mm -hmm. stuff that you read in IMBD or mm -hmm. any place else. It's, mm -hmm. it's stories that they're giving us as they're doing it. Like the boom mic. So apparently so funny. never heard the story until <laughs> I saw this special apparently tom was standing there and this little girl next to him was like what's that like they're asking what that was and he's like it's a boom mic what are you dumb so <laughs> the way he like, said he's it so annoyed so funny. the way he <laughs> says it that's special or he's just like duh yeah. <laughs> and it was emma watson oh, oh my god so it was funny. emma watson mm -hmm. yeah. that he had that interaction with and um their relationship apparently just grew from there for him for him a a brother relationship for her more of for a while a romantic interest and then i don't know what mm -hmm. it is now like when they talk about it later i know we're it's further down but i'm just like you two talk like there's a chance. You know, you know I mean, I, I don't want to get in on someone else's personal life, but it's like. Eh, Why know, are you not married? You know, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I would be okay I mean, with my fake husband marrying Emma Watson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fake husband. <sighs> oh, goodness. Um, I will say seeing the screen test of those three again is just so cute and fun mm -hmm. to see because it's lines that we don't hear like they change those lines up in the actual movie but to see them interact together for the first time it really mm -hmm. was like just like Emma says in the special there there was a click they felt a click and mm -hmm. when you're watching it you feel the click yeah it just works yeah mm -hmm. um but just them being back together was so cool to see them so in the nice. three seats and i'm just like yeah. mm -hmm. can we just have you guys like i want them i want them in the max tv show i want them mm -hmm. there i want dan playing snape i want <laughs> rupert snape, playing okay. arthur dan could okay. still play snape and you know it mm -hmm. you think so no oh yeah he i mean he I does have some range dark, though he has range, uh, but like Alan Rickman dark? Well, no. Nobody no is going to be. Like, okay, no one's going to be as good no one. as. No one's going to be as good as Rickman. Nobody will no. replace Rickman. I just, I, I can't picture myself hating Daniel Radcliffe in a role. That's like, I can't play. I can't imagine true. playing somebody I have to hate. But he looked at the part. Okay, did you see he him? There the was part, yeah. there was pictures of him when he was in. Was it Frankenstein? Oh yes, it was the Frankenstein. It movie was Frankenstein with the and hair. He looks like snakes. He does kind of look like Snape in that. I don't know if he yeah. could do acting. So maybe just him play James. But like, I feel like they should play people. Yeah, I mean, the they back. could do cameos like that. Like yeah, like James, cameos. Arthur. Yeah, for sure. Who could, could Hermione be? Or who could Emma be? Emma be. Uh, I don't um, know. What's uh, the div uh, divination? <gasps> Trelawney. Trelawney. I don't know if she, I don't know if she could oh, go hilarious. there. 
I don't know if Emma could go Trelawney. She's a pretty serious person. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know yeah. on that one. Mm, Maybe McGonagall if she was older. Yeah, but she's not old enough to be McGonagall. Yeah, she's. No. Oh, I know. I'm just saying if she was older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be it's, cute for them. Well, to actually, it's kind of funny up. because well, it's kind of funny because like they would have to make her up somewhat, but if they did McGonagall, that's like more book accurate. I think Emma could actually pull it off because she's definitely too young to play her as she is now. Mm-hmm. But like, um, what's her name? Maggie. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. In a lot of ways, was was somewhat older than as described in the book. So like, if they can meet mm-hmm. her somewhere right in the middle, like with that's makeup or whatever, I could True. see Emma actually doing like doing okay. McGonagall. I could see. Yeah, that's I can understand that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but when they were talking about each other, I love the line. She like was very intense. Rupert was wrong. Mm-hmm. Rupert is wrong. Like, Everybody said that over and over again. Oh yeah. Rupert is wrong. End of story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and honest and all of them, like they each were saying, like, Emma was Hermione. Hermione. Mm-hmm. Rupert was Ron. Um uh matthew lewis said and it's later on but he said i was neville, neville. Mm-hmm. outside of this like i thought that was really interesting kind of really felt like they were their characters to the yeah. point where later on the trio is talking about how they kind of were losing their identity of who they were so when everything ended they're they're trying to figure out who is dan who is emma who is who is rupert who are mm-hmm. we outside of this because we have been these characters for so long that mm-hmm. it, they're us yeah. we are them um I think Emma called it a an a, a extreme form of method acting. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that they've yeah. done for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, not just that. Plus the fame too. I mean, that level of fame, mm-hmm. like you become who you those you know millions and millions of people, especially young people, see you exactly. As. Yeah. yeah, it's your whole identity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you know Emma almost quit in um 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 Order of the Phoenix? I knew she almost quit. I know which where where. where yeah, where, it was Order of the Phoenix. Did. She almost didn't come back for the fifth one yeah. because of the level of fame and everything going on. Yeah, it's a lot to deal with at that age, mm-hmm. any age, especially yeah. that age. Adults can't even deal with it. I can't mm-hmm. imagine how teenagers would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's she was saying in the special like that she felt kind of on her own island because she was the only girl mm-hmm. who really was a part of this. But Dan, like Dan and Rupert, had each other, but Emma Emma didn't have that. Um, and Dan even mentioned, he's like, we were dumb teenagers. We didn't know to ask each other that how we were doing and like mm-hmm. get the real answer. We were just trying exactly. to live life. It's not mm-hmm. stuff you think about at that age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. They moved into after that, like the first year at Hogwarts and, and Chris comes in. It's kind of cool to kind of see Chris because you don't really get to see directors very much when you're seeing the media so chris seems like just a fun person like i understand now mm-hmm. why they had so much fun on the first two movies because he's just like a fun little kid yeah. who played mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. um but apparently they played a hand slap game a lot during filming yep. during the first few mo- movies uh it is not the normal hand slap game that we would play like you know ours was like you did this and mm-hmm. you Mm-hmm. they did something else where their hands were like this i was like trying to figure it out while i was watching it i don't know I where no they idea. like were smacking each other's knuckles it, <laughs> i don't know i, I don't, don't know. know 
I don't know. Um, and then they start talking about Richard Harris. Mm-hmm. And Tom called him a tour guide. He thought Richard Harris was a tour guide. He had no clue Richard Harris was this nope. like amazing acting royalty. They didn't know um, any of them. Mm-mm. No, they. And I think Dan then comes in and says like they didn't understand the British acting royalty that they were around, surrounded Mm-mm. by when they were young. They were just kids trying to have fun and thought these exactly. were random coming in. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, you had you had amazing people around. Yeah, but I mean, like. Exactly. When I first watched it, I mean, I was too young to know, know. right? Exactly. But now you watch it and you're just like, oh my gosh, look, Mm -hmm. look at who's in the room together. Look at these Mm -hmm. people. And it really gives you a new perspective on it. Yeah, it really does. Uh, And apparently Robbie Coltrane was a kid, such a kid as well. Yeah, Yeah, they should. Like, I love the scene of him, like talking in a different accent and like Mm -hmm. making fun of something. That was so cute. Mm -hmm. Um. And Robbie was saying that his favorite, all his favorite scenes was with the gang in Hagrid's hut. Yes. And I'm going to say like, every time Robbie came on screen in this, this special, it was such an emotional moment for me mm-hmm. because you get to see like Emma and them get to interact with him again. Mm-hmm. And soon after this, we lost him. Yep. And like these last moments that they got to have together on the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. was so special to watch and so mm-hmm. special to hear from him. Um, and they killed me at the end of the special when they're talking, like when he's like helping wrap up everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Let me hear people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Robbie just, uh, he really did. There is no other, like, I, I'm so glad they're redoing the books as like a TV series and I'm really excited for it, but there will be no, like, just like Rickman, there's no, no one other. else that will mm-hmm. ever be as amazing about uh, their character as like Hagrid to me. I feel like you can say that for a lot of these characters. There's no other Hermione for us, yeah. Harry Potter, Ron, you know? Yeah. All, a lot of them are so iconic Luna. and built in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There will be the new people, and then I'm sure they will have people who do a great job, but it will never be the same for us. Yeah. yeah. Very true. It will be more just of an appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, and then it'll be different for the next generation, too, because I mean, you'll have yeah. kids who are that age now, and that's going to be their harry hermione and ron yes mm-hmm. it's yeah. great yep. that these stories can be passed on in that way even if it's not with the or the same actors you know exactly yeah. characters mm-hmm. that, that special yeah, yeah. So. you know what i feel like and it's gonna make me feel i mean we already feel old but this is gonna make us feel okay. really old mm-hmm. i feel like we're our parents with star wars we got the originals of harry potter mm-hmm. and then our generate next generation that technically would be our kids right if we had kids is getting the next generation of harry potter yeah i i I definitely see where you're going with that because i was thinking the same thing because you know uh daniel emma and rupert have been so married to those roles like carrie Mm -hmm. uh harrison and mark you know it's Mm -hmm. it's it's i mean they have had actors replace some of them so far but it's it's hard to see that happening you know Mm -hmm. yeah been so married to those roles for so long mm-hmm. so. yeah yeah the yeah that trio is our star is our parents star wars trio mm-hmm. yeah well said oh uh let's see here oh and then they move into so after they kind of talk about the first year of hogwarts they move into the borough and you get to see arthur uh what's his actual name mark I think it's mm-hmm. Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. Mark. 
Um, you can see Mark uh, in there with with the twins and Rupert and Bonnie. And um, I love something that he says. He says the burrow was something, and I never noticed this, and I'm going to pay attention now, but the burrow is something that has changed and contracted and, and just expanded and contracted throughout the years because he was talking like the second movie, we have a huge fireplace. And then mm-hmm. in the next movie, the fireplace is gone. It's like, it does continuously change and very, very mm-hmm. magical. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, it does kind of change and contract and and, and expand when you mm-hmm. do expand. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And then I loved how Rupert and the twins were talking about each other. Like the twins would mess with mm-hmm. Rupert. Oh my gosh. It's like, do yes. you don't know the dance steps? We've been learning these dance steps forever. How do you not already know this? Exactly. It was so funny. <laughs> Poor Rupert. Oh. And I guess Maggie was actually like, yes, we see the scene of them of teaching them how to dance in the scene, but she continued to teach them how to dance. Like it was actually, mm-hmm. she was part of them learning in mm-hmm. real life. It's like, oh, I didn't oh, know. It's so fun. Maggie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's they weird just seeing I, the twins without their red hair. I know. It does throw me off a little bit. I'm just it like, does. oh, okay. <laughs> you look different. Yeah. They, yeah but the brown hair looks good on them no it looks good i mean they look no, good. i think they look good mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah uh let's see here any anything you guys want to add about the weasleys before we mm. go into the mouth voice i mean it's they the twins like everybody else they really are their characters truly I mean, just seeing the interviews it's like yep you are you are friend george forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I feel bad for some of the characters who really didn't get to explore their character, mm-hmm. like uh, Bonnie. I feel mm-hmm. like she didn't really get to explore who really Jenny is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Seamus, Seamus, whoever plays Seamus, mm-hmm. uh, whoever played, um, oh, who did who did Hermione date for a second? Thomas, Daniel Thomas, mm-hmm. the character thomas daniel whatever oh um, dean thomas dean thank you right. dean thomas like my that. bad i'm like what something's wrong um like those characters they didn't get to really explore them as much mm-hmm. and then poor draco and tom who's he's nothing like his character no, i you can say that tom felton is not draco mm-hmm. <laughs> which is probably a good thing no oh, yeah oh boy but speaking of the Malfoys, mm-hmm. uh, so Jacob Isaac, uh, I for, I don't remember if we talked about this. Did we talk about how he apparently went after for Lockhart's role and not? I cannot remember if we did or not, but it makes me laugh. He actually was going after the Lockhart role because he didn't want to play another villain. He wanted to play somebody goofy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, we need you to, we need you to try this role. And mm-hmm. he loved it. And yeah. he thought it was so much fun. Tom, Tom uh, describing him in this special about being a psychopath wielding a cobra cane yep. was just hilarious. Like his facial mm-hmm. expressions. Mm-hmm. He's like, working with Jason was a real treat. Actually, working with Jason wasn't a real treat. The way he said it, yeah. It was so funny. He's like, he was a real Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah. god. Like offset, he was so fatherly and so paternal, and then he would just mm-hmm. like switch to this and then he was not monstrous mm-hmm. man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it messed Tom up a little bit. 
possibly yes Mm -hmm. well apparently uh so the cane that had the teeth in it the teeth actually sunk into tom's hand when he snapped him with it yeah because jacob Jacob didn't didn't know yeah it was sharp and then just hit him on the hand and it's like it's and like apparently he like did his switch off stage he's like are you okay like Mm -hmm. and tried to like help him and tom's like it's 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 all right good to the scene Oh goodness. Um, and apparently Richard Harris thought Fox was a real bird. Oh. I thought that was so cute. And they were talking about how he thought Fox was like a real, real true bird that was well trained. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I guess we won't tell him <laughs> that right. it's fake. No, I thought that was adorable. Oh, poor Richard. Yeah. Oh goodness. He really is such a he's he's such a big kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm yeah yeah we didn't get enough of him yeah yeah uh and then at the end of this they talk about chris leaving and chris just felt really guilty leaving which i Mm -hmm. i probably would too if i was him yeah i understand why he left but i i would probably feel guilty as well Mm -hmm. yeah all right and then we move into they moved i love how they kind of broke it up and and kind of went through each movie when they did this so we're kind of moving into uh, after Chris left, we move into the third one, which was Ask a Man, which mm-hmm. um, Alfonso, who's the new director, is saying it's like a coming of age. And Rupert's like, it's like a whole new era. It's like so different. You feel mm-hmm. the you feel mm-hmm. it change. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, it's it's very much about a don't judge a book by its cover sort of sort of a story. Um, but I love Dan and Emma talking about the Gary chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because gary oldman was coming and to mm-hmm. dan dan knew who gary was dan knew so cute gary was a big deal and dan's like telling emma to be cool be cool be cool and he's like i was telling you that because i it's needed to tell really myself be cool be cool, be cool. It's really for me <laughs> really for me i thought that was the cutest thing ever and emma's just like okay <laughs> okay who is this man what like, why sure. am i supposed to be impressed okay dan yeah got it <laughs> oh and i love dana's he i it's funny how dan is the one that really realizes like that they weren't real like in his mind they weren't real actors Mm -hmm. yet as kids they Mm -hmm. were still learning they were still growing they weren't Mm -hmm. there and apparently during the the shrinking shack scenes between um lupin and sirius and 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 pettigrew Mm -hmm. dan apparently was in the background saying guys this is acting. This is what yes. we're working towards. Like, acting, this yeah. is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why can't we do that yet? I thought that was great too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And then oh, what, what word was I looking for? So in the notes, I put dance and then a blank. Of I didn't know what that meant to try and help you. I wasn't sure what that was. He did an impression of him. Kind Thank of. Thank you. Impression. Is that the word you're looking you. for? Okay. Yes. I was like, I don't know what this space is for. <laughs> impression. I couldn't think of the word last okay. night. Okay. Yes. Dan, Dan did an impression of Alan. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's one of the closer ones of Alec, Alan that I've, I've seen. Because mm-hmm. as you've said it's hard it's mm-hmm. so hard to do his voice i don't know like, mm-hmm. yeah he's i don't think dan got the voice but he got the no like he the got the, overall the, the tone like the, the demeanor yeah, yeah yes. there we go mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh gosh and then alfonso's assigned homework which we've talked about this we did yeah they like 
but I loved how Dan's like, <laughs> so like funny. well, Joe, Joe wrote about 500 pages about me, but I think this one page will do. This one will do. <laughs> Oh, this is adorable. I just love Dan, little you have Dan. the most complex character in the whole of the series, and you do one page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we got Hermione, Emma over here with like 12, 16 pages, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Rupert. And he was very, very lucky that Alfonso agreed that Ron, Ron would have done the assignment. Ron would not have done it. It's he true. Have, mm-hmm. Not at all. On board with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I realized this watching the very first one when he introduces himself to Hermione with his mouth full of candy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yes. the moment he became Ron Weasley. Yes. That is the most Ron Weasley thing you can do at that yeah. age. Um, um, Ron Weasley. Charm. You have a bit, bit of dirt there on your nose. Did, Did you, you know? know? <laughs> oh, what an intro. Oh, goodness. And I love her thing. Charmed. Mm-hmm. The way she stares so at him sassy. too. <laughs> it's so, so funny. sassy. The way she looks at him. Like, okay. Oh. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, think they actually really became their characters until all three of them were on set together. Probably yeah. true. Probably yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can see that. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. About the stuff you had? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we were talking about Dan because. In the special, I love that Dan and Gary Oldman actually got to sit down face to face because I've seen so many interviews with him, Dan, where he said specifically that Gary Oldman made him a better actor and they talked about it so much on here and it was so nice to see where they said offset they're in between scenes they were really bonding together and Mm -hmm. talking and I thought it was so great to know that like the serious Harry relationship was like a real thing kind of in mm-hmm. real life with the mentorship and stuff. Oh, I just love that. Yeah. That warms my heart. And I just love how he has so much admiration for Gary Oldman as an actor. It's it's mm-hmm. so great to see. Mm-hmm. And of course, them talking when they're talking about Alan Rickman, they're talking about how he knew and no one else knew. And I didn't know Gary Oldman <laughs> didn't know. And the way he looked at looked at Dan Radcliffe and he's just like, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> Rickman knew and he's like yeah he called Joe up and was just like I'm gonna need some more information about this and they're basically like what a Rickman thing to do of course he knew and mm-hmm. then wouldn't tell anybody and then I think that's when he was doing his impression of him how like Chris Columbus gave him a direction and Alan Rickman was just like no I do you you'll later. you'll find out later why <laughs> we're not gonna do it this way oh it just cracked me up I just love those oh little tidbits gosh. Yeah, Gary was like that little. He called him something. I can't remember I can't what he called remember him now either. Yeah, but I feel I, like it was inappropriate, but I can't remember what it was. But I just figured everybody knew that story, and the way he was like so offended, he's like, "Hold on a second. He knew, and he's probably extra mad because he didn't know his character died until he read the book. So mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, here's Alan Rickman with like a key piece of the story at the very, very end of, for a book that hadn't even been written yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Well, and at that point, oh, sorry. Oh, it's been a long day for me. I had to be in a parade for, or be at a parade for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at that point, when she told Rickman what's happening, it's like, well, if something happens and she needs to change the storyline, she can't because it's it's how he's playing the character. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing she was so well planned out. Yeah, on how knew. to write these books because mm-hmm. a lot of authors don't plan that far out and they get to a point and they might need to change up what they thought they were going to do so i'm really glad she didn't have to change it up mm-hmm. or there would have been an issue mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Oh goodness. Um <laughs> I anything else about like the third movie information that they gave us? I don't have anything. Okay. Pretty much spot uh, on. Okay. Um I I love when they start talking about uh Goblet of Fire because I love that they Dan and Emma were giving each other texting and dating advice during this movie because mm-hmm. he didn't know what to say. Apparently he's like she used so many emojis. What does this mean? <laughs> like they <laughs> so ask cute. each other. It's right. so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the new director, I really don't never heard of the director that took over Goblet of Fire. Um, but he oh. was a firecracker. Like just watching him on on scene, he was lots and lots of energy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they talk again about um the fight that we talked about on Goblet of Fire with the twins and what they did with that, which was hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I loved when, when Dan was talking about like, this was peak hormone time for us. Like goblet mm-hmm. was peak hormone time, especially yep. when they bring in all these, um, uh, new girls and boys who are purposely supposed to be hot. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he like purposely said, like purposely hot, mm-hmm. which, like that would be really difficult. You're in peak, you're in peak hormone time and you got all these yeah. like, very attractive girls and very attractive guys coming in mm-hmm. for these two schools and it's like mm-hmm. apparently they were all dating each other like back and forth and there was actually like relationships and breakups happening while on set I believe which it. makes I sense mean, you can tell you just it's the, that's one of those movies that just it reeks of teenage angst mm-hmm. and, yeah. sure does you need to yeah. you need to throw in some angsty uh 90s mu- or 2000s angst music in there right. mm-hmm <laughs> Like him or something in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, goodness. Um, So Rupert's dance with Maggie Smith was his first dance ever with an, uh, a woman of the opposite or of someone of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Maggie Smith was his actual first dance. How cool is that to say right. for him to be having right, exactly. his very first dance? Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, and then I love how Dan, because we already talked about the twins. I love how Dan said that everyone looks so great at the Yule Ball, except for me and Ron, who felt like Austin Powers mates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to like rewind it and listen to him again. I'm like, did I hear that? Right? Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. But yeah. apparently I mean, Rupert loved the 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 thing. Yeah, yeah he he was in digging the the fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm the only one who could pull that off. <laughs> okay. A very, also, again, a very Rupert slash Ron thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know Rupert's a father? Yeah. He I has kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least one kid. Know that. I don't know how many or kids he has. Kid. Yeah. He has at least a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in his mid 30s, like the rest of us. That's reasonable. Have, have kids. Uh, yeah, I know. But I don't, I mean, Emma definitely doesn't. And I don't no. think Dan and his girlfriend do. I don't think they do either. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think they're about to be parents, though. Are they? If they're not parents, why do I feel like that's they a thing weren't with... during this time? Daniel Radcliffe. Dan Radcliffe parents. I don't want his parents. <laughs> oh, he does have a child. Okay. Yes, on April twenty fifth. Oh. Of this year. I believe yes, of this oh, year. He's a new father. He's Aww. a new father this year. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was gonna say I thought I had just seen like a news thing about that. So. Him and Aaron have been together since 2012. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Daniel has a child. Mm-hmm. Is it a boy or girl? It's a boy. boy. Yep. Aw. Did he name him Harry? Oh, I would assume. Probably got very far not. away from anything related to Harry Potter <laughs> names. He does he does talk about it in the special about he wants to be able to watch and experience Harry Potter for his like with his kids. With his kids. So there you go. So he's on his way. That's gonna be really cool, like someday to hear him in an interview talking about like the first time he watches Harry Potter with his son. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I yeah. I, I like that thought. Um let's see here. Oh, just okay. And this is where we get the Emma Tom drama. Drama. Uh-huh. Well, I think I think everyone in who loves Tom and who loves Emma wishes they would just be in a relationship Mm -hmm. um and it it just they talk about it Emma and I have always loved each other Mm -hmm. Emma's like I just fell in love with him she fell in love with him because an assignment I love this the assignment was to draw what you think God looks like and he Mm -hmm. drew a girl with a backwards cap and a skateboard and that's when she fell in love with him Mm -hmm. I mean that was just they're they're it's also cute why could it why couldn't it happen why didn't it happen? Uh, see, it's, it's interesting because during the interviews, you notice the particular wordage. They said nothing, I forget nothing exactly. Nothing romantic what it was. ever happened. Nothing romantic ever happened. Not nothing romantic was happened. ever felt. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then the way Emma's like, I care very deeply for him. And that's all I'm going to say. It's like, yep. We again, know. I don't want to mess with other people's personal lives. But it's like, that's a tease. It's a bit of a tease. It's such a tease. We all know. It is. Because honestly, Tom hasn't had a relationship in a very long time. I have followed him for a long time. Mm -hmm. Once him and his girlfriend Jade broke up, there's maybe been one other girl, I think, maybe Mm -hmm. two, that that have publicly been shown. I don't know if there's anybody behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, But Emma has been gone from guy to guy to guy, and I'm like, are you going from guy to guy to guy because you haven't gotten over your first love maybe it's possible i mean that happens i just i cut it's a question i want to ask her i just want to sit down and have some coffee no her have coffee not me because i can't have that anymore i'll have tea um we'll get tea together be like emma have we have we continuously jumped from guy to guy because you haven't gotten over your first love Mm -hmm. because if that's the case he's right there just Mm -hmm. go over I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, I did. I put Helen. I meant Helena. Dear Lord, Ashley Krager. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Oh, well. Um, Helena. Helena and Dan. We're moving on to Heart of the Phoenix. Helena and Dan's relationship is adorable. It is. It really is. is. Absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Dan was her coaster. Mm-hmm. And always carrying her coffee, exactly. which he had a crush on her. Why not? That's <laughs> so uh, yeah. Cute. That's a, definitely a thing a fifteen-year-old with a crush would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's adorable. It's just so it's it just so cute. Dan, you uh, why don't you? What was what was the thing that Dan says uh, in the note that he gave to Helena? Oh, oh, uh, where was like something about like. I forget exactly what it was, but it was basically like if I was 10 years older or mm-hmm. something, 
you know, be, I mean, yeah. he, he, he shot his yeah. shot with her basically. I think it's like, <laughs> if I was 10 years older, then I would have a chance or, or something yeah, like, that. like that. Yeah. Like, I really loved working with you. You're so awesome. Like he pretty much confesses his crush with her. And she just kept it. And I love that. And it's oh. in her toilet. That's what like she in said. her toilet room. That's what she said. It's, it's hanging in that's her toilet odd, room. It's, it's, it's oddly poetic. <laughs> I just love her so much. I know they describe her so much during this portion of the like Bellatrix and how how she plays her, mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. fun to hear them yeah, describe really her like in so many different terms. I love Jason where he's just. He's like, she was a wild thing that you just couldn't contain. And mm-hmm. half the time, he's like, and I'm trying to contain her so we can keep the scenes going. He's like, half the time, I wanted to look at her and say, shut up. <laughs> well, Lucius would have, so he probably could have gotten away with it. <laughs> probably. I, I, she seems like she'd just be so much fun to work with in, with that setting, like to co-star, as, to co-villain with her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I would do. I would definitely be like, I would love to co-villain with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I would agree. not want to be on the other end of that. I would want to work with her, not oh, against absolutely. her. No, she mm-hmm. is frightening when she wants to be. I will be her assistant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, oh, goodness. I love her so much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She, she is an amazing villain. and um, She's just amazing in general. I love that bit with her and Gary Oldman, too, when they're sitting together. And she's like, I killed you, didn't I? And he's like, yeah, you did. She's yeah, like, sorry. Did had to be done and it was just like okay there we go very helena thing to say yep there we go helena all right <laughs> had to be done i'm sorry <laughs> so you're not, not really sorry okay <laughs> we can gather that oh my goodness um yeah well and then they talk about her i think it's a little bit further down when i put it but we're just gonna skip to it um when they when we go into the next movie which is uh half-blood prince when they actually it was she was the only one out of this whole series that got to like point her wand and actually Mm -hmm. something explodes and something happens they don't Mm -hmm. do just they wait they do an actual thing and she said what was it it was so funny um she was scared of her reaction when she blew up Hagrid's hut because of how crazy and that. happy she was. Mm-hmm. She was it scared her that she reacted in that manner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and that is Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the perfect casting. Absolutely. Is it, is it is it bad that I can that what she said made perfect sense to me? That I completely understand what she's talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not bad. It's not it's, bad. It's, I, I get it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've I've been in roles where I've had where I've gone to that place where I'm like mm-hmm. I'm actually scared of how much fun I'm having. Well, I'm a scare actor, okay? I mean it fits. Oh, no, it That's why sense. I was like, yeah, it fits. You're you're <laughs> acting, so yeah. This is why I don't know if I could ever see Dan as a scare actor because you would scare me. Probably. Well, he should. That's the point. Your, right? your pictures that I've seen, I'm like, oh dear lord, Dan, you are gonna be in my nightmares. Like how they do your makeup and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah. And then you can do a villain face. Like you always have been able to. And I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of nightmarish for me. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why Jack Nicholson's always my been my favorite Joker. He's my that's yeah. mm, yes, classic. I can see why. It, see, he doesn't even need the makeup, really. He doesn't. No, no, he's never needed the makeup. No, he doesn't need makeup. The makeup just enhances it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, no, I <laughs> Jack Nicholson is a good choice for you. You do that very well. Appreciate that. You yes. could have probably been a villain actor if you wanted to. 
I've I've thought about it. I have thought about it. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, let's see here. Where'd we leave off? Do-do-do-do-do. Um, the growing up section, there really wasn't much. I just I mentioned Emma almost left during that time. Yeah, we kind of already talked about that. Um mm-hmm. yeah, we already talked about that. Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Sammy, take it away. With- Ivana. Ivana Lynch pops up. Oh, she is I I just love her so much. I love her. Love her, love her, love her. She has so much love for the series. And I like how she was talking about how she'd be sitting there in a scene and then she'd be looking at Daniel Radcliffe and then she just would forget to talk because she was used to watching him. And then she would forget she had a line, but she's like, I guess that fit with Luna. <laughs> just mm. like, yeah, the spaciness. Yeah, yeah it was yep. super appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You could just tell she would loves the series so much and she had so much love for the character of luna i am so glad that she got cast yeah really really am yeah and i know you've got the thing about her writing letters to jk i just jealous adorable like having like a jealous yeah an author pen pal and it's it's not even any author it's it's jk rowling (laughs) what oh oh ivana oh just i love her I don't know if it was her or somebody else, but someone said, it's great to be a misfit. And I agree. Mm -hmm. I see it. It might have been the narration. I can't remember who said it. Or was it Helena? Helena? said it. Might have been Helena. I don't know. Someone said it and it was a good line. Yeah. It was a good line though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ivana was great. And I do. I love that part too. When she was talking about like spacing out, I'm like, honestly, if I was you, I probably would have spaced out too like oh like, wait oh it's my, my turn I'm and sorry. Radcliffe's in front of me I'm not just watching the tv screen like this is a real person standing in front of me right now exactly oops sorry oh my goodness um so the funny part the the Harry met Jenny part was very very short with the Harry and Jenny yeah um, they really talked about that they didn't really talk about it very much no, no. Um, really the only thing I got out of it was like Harry finally becoming a Weasley even though it was through marriage because honestly mm-hmm. he really was a Weasley this whole time exactly. like, he was the heart of the Weasley family just didn't have the last name mm-hmm. um, but uh, Emma was talking about how she has this fond respect for all the, the main girls like Kate who played Cho and and Ivana and, and, and Bonnie who apparently have all become activists I have not followed them so I don't know mm-hmm. what they're activists for but mm. apparently that's a big thing with them. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to Helena. Yep. <laughs> right. Apparently she stole a bunch of stuff off set. I could see that. That seems about right. Yeah. And 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 Dan stole nothing. He's like, or not not Dan. Who was she talking to? I wasn't she talking to Tom. She was talking to Tom. Yeah, I think he said Tom. he wanted to take he something, but he was wand. afraid to. The, yeah. the, wasn't that when she told him, you know, the wand doesn't work, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's where I was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> The wand doesn't work. You know that, right? <laughs> so funny. Even though she would use the wand on to her children's her, friends yeah, to exactly. them, mm-hmm. or just look at them the wrong way. But mm-hmm. I don't hilarious. think she needed to be Bellatrix to do that. She's had some pretty scary characters throughout her life before Harry nah. Potter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm always going to they... see her as Mrs. Lovett from Sweeney Todd. I still have yeah. not watched Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah. You She's know, people get like murdered in that, too. right? I oh, know. Yeah. It's a musical, but people die. I know. Brutal. That's why I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. It can't be as brutal as some of the shows I've watched lately. But it's got Johnny Depp in it and I know, Mr. Alan I Rickman. That's mm-hmm. why I need to watch it. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's probably the darkest one Tim Burton ever did. 
that's pretty dark he's done some dark things it's that's saying a lot yeah for sure but in my opinion like because i've I've seen pretty much everything from him Mm -hmm. like i didn't see corpse bride or um well it's not dark i wouldn't say or um was it Coraline? Is that the other one he did? Coraline's kind of oh, messed Coraline. up. Oh, Coraline. Coraline's yeah. messed up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it's based see off that a book, part. and that book's I don't care for. Up. Yeah, I don't care gotcha. for Coraline so much. I will uh, not rewatch that. One. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like all the other stuff. I like of all the things I've seen from him. Like, yeah, Sweeney Todd gets pretty. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty down there. Yeah, that's why I haven't watched it yet. It's on my yeah, list. I mean, it's good of though. I mean, haven't it's, watched it's, John yeah. the my my haven't watched Johnny list. Yeah, it's it's worth it, especially if you're a Depp slash Burton fan, which you mm-hmm. know I've been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but it's the, you're, if you're not into horror, you're gonna want to have to prepare. Prepare. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it in the middle of the day. Most definitely. When I can watch a Disney movie right after. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's also got uh, what's his name? Uh, Pettigrew, guy plays Pettigrew. He's in oh, it. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I forgot he was in that. Right. Yeah. And I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Nice. Um, they did talk about my Draco a little bit. Mm-hmm. And something that I think that is not as um what's the word I'm looking for? Something that uh I don't think people talk about a lot or realize a lot is the the depth and change that Draco goes through. Because mm-hmm. especially with um they were talking how they were talking about it is you finally get the fact that that tom felton was able to bring the struggle onto half-blood prince that he was able to do mm-hmm. was a real big feat for him mm-hmm. at that age to to really pull us into the struggle of of doing the right thing versus what your family wants you to do so they they appreciate so they can show some sort of form of love even though it's not real love mm-hmm. um and he was like, their goal was as as long as one person feels empathy for, or 1% of people that watch this feel empathy for Draco, mm-hmm. we did our job. And I think they did a really good job of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm biased. I already felt that for Draco throughout mm-hmm. all the movies, but I really do think that Tom did a great job of bringing that complexity mm-hmm. to Draco because mm-hmm. you feel like he should only be a two-dimensional character through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And really- he goes through probably more changes in the sixth movie than Harry does, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Well, struggles than Jason Isaacs kind of says that about him. He said, um, he basically said that Draco was more of the a hero type character because Harry will always do the right thing, mm-hmm. yes. but Draco may not always because of exactly his family and all of that. So I thought that was an interesting take on it too. Well, yeah. Harry's always I was been pulling all that from Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Harry, regardless of the change, was always more or less on the path to goodness. Like, there was never any reason for him to Mm flip-flop. So, seeing that 180 Mm -hmm. from Draco is definitely a lot more Mm -hmm. impactful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me happy for for Draco, because he does come out of his family issues Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. all of this is said and done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Something worth fighting for. Sammy? Mm. First thing they're talking about is the epilogue and it made me happy because they were like, I'm glad we don't look like that. And I was like, nobody looks like that. We've done this. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody looks like that when they're parents. They're... Oh, they, I was just like, yes, because as we said, they are, in fact, 
we have reached the age that they would be in the epilogue and now mm-hmm. we can doubt, happily report nobody looks like this character staying right. in the epilogue rupert was wearing a fat suit yes i mean poor rupert he really got the worst end of that deal as apparently he wanted to jump into it i mean he didn't care yeah i mean he was all about it but i just think that seems like a better do that. yeah yeah Mm-mm. anyway but i love they're still like we're family i love all of their tie-ins together and and when they oh, they were getting to the, like the last days of shooting that was the worst thing ever to watch mm-hmm. when the because, tears started going on me yes yeah because i did not realize that the last thing they actually filmed was when they were at gringotts and they were escaping into the mm-hmm. fireplace mm-hmm. and that was the last thing and she emma's talking about how like they were really like like almost a metaphor for them jumping into you know the the next life after harry potter and i was just like this is getting worse and worse and then they literally show a like a freaking shot of dan like sitting there unconsolably crying and i was like this is awful i don't want to watch this series this movie anymore i can't do this oh it was just so heart-wrenching to just see how sad they all were and hugging each other and bonding over the fact that it was really Mm -hmm. over now and I can't imagine because it really was a lifetime for them. They grew up yeah. with Harry Potter. They are so entwined to it. And I can't imagine what the feelings were saying goodbye mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that was hard to watch. So so hard to watch. Oh. And Rupert really said it best. And he's like, you know, Harry Potter will live forever. And oh. we were just saying that. I mean, Dan, you actually were just going on about that. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's so true. Harry Potter will live forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that last day shot, like when they were rapping mm-hmm. and like saying it's we're done. Oh my gosh. It was the, so sad. Seeing Dan Rupert cry like that. Like in my mind, Dan Rupert's not that kind of a crier. Mm-hmm. Like he just feels like a very solemn person, like just doesn't he's I feel like he's always like that sarcastic person in interviews and and different things. So seeing him cry, it's like it made me cry because I feel like mm-hmm. he wouldn't be a crier. Mm-hmm. he might be a crier i just didn't feel like he was yeah like the persona sort of deal mm-hmm. but um i will say when they started this part portion up when they before they started talking about the ending they showed the map the marauders map oh, and all three name. of their names yeah. mm-hmm. it my heart was like oh that's so cool that's yeah. so cool i love it um and <laughs> i always i thought this story was so funny emma's hamster Millie, yeah, I've read this. And they yes. made a coffin for it. Yeah, they did. So love it. Dan's mm-hmm. like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I love that part too. And he's like, I have no recollection of this. Right. No recollection. Um, and I just little things like Emma saying that when they her and Dan did the dance scene in the last movie she's like I don't think I'd be able to do this with anybody else because it was too familiar and and it's too intimate like that was Mm -hmm. an intimate they felt that scene was so intimate on on set which looking at it yeah it is it's it's a very intimate scene so having that um having that prior relationship kind of helps um and then I just had to add this and Rupert's they were talking about how like during the running scenes, Emma and Dan would like race and see who could beat each other. And Rupert's like doing whatever in the background. He's like, cause running is a stunt for me. It's mm-hmm. not real life. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Rupert. The feels. Yeah. I get you, Rupert. Oh, I'm with you. 
oh goodness gracious and then they they went in and talked about like the kiss part Mm -hmm. and even dan's like i ruined it for everyone sorry guys that was my bad Mm -hmm. yeah he did not make it easier for them he Mm -hmm. called it he's like i think he called himself a dick Mm -hmm. oh but apparently i was like i just had to go for it because she's like i knew rupert wasn't gonna do this he was just gonna laugh so I just went for it. And Rupert's like, yeah, I think I blacked out as you were coming here. Right. It's like, I just remember your face coming right at me. Yes. Nothing. The description was so funny. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And then uh, the final battle, the two things that I kind of took from it, we already talked about it a little bit, but Matthew felt like he was Neville yeah. and, and talked about his appreciation for the character and, and his experience, which was really cool to hear. And then David Yates, who, who was... Um, directing uh he he talked about how he's like i needed to make this ending amazing like i'm the one who's finishing this off so that's why he changed it that's mm-hmm. why he changed the battle because he felt like there's something bigger that needed to be done mm-hmm. i don't agree with him but you know to each their own i understand you yeah. wanted to go out with mm-hmm. a splash i got it i get it um those are the only two i really got from that that section mm-hmm. and then um they kind of go into a in memoriam which we're going to do next week and it's going to be all sorts of tears um and then they ended it how they ended it in like the new beginning and them talking even more in depth about how their pillars in each other's lives and mm-hmm. and um how they had to find themselves when everything was done and yeah mm-hmm. and and not realizing the impact that this was until it was over mm-hmm. and, um and Rupert he he says I love you to Emma he's like I love you mm-hmm. and then dot 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 as a friend and every, like, every, every just to clarify just just so we're clear don't make it weird just so we're clear everybody as a friend yeah yeah um but I couldn't even put it in here but it, as they're doing these pieces they're also showing Robbie Coltrane talking he's really the only other one other than the trio talking during this time mm-hmm. and he's talking about how Harry Potter well, talking about how it's it's people are in generations are going to be watching mm-hmm. it 50 years from now people mm-hmm. are going to be watching it yep I put and that quote he, in the in memoriam because I thought it was yeah. so important yeah mm-hmm. he, he says um I won't be here in 50 years but Hagrid yeah, will be yep. and I lost it Mm-hmm. before we started podcasting today and he he was because, sick when they filmed this like you said so yeah, that's why he, he passed not too long after so he knew and they had i saw an interview somewhere where i can't remember if it was one of the directors that said or who or david Heyman, but they were talking about like that was part of it when they were talking to him because he knew because he was so sick and he was already struggling that that's why he had so many so many of these thoughts about the ending and what it meant when he was no longer here and i was like so when I, I, of course, I read that and then I watched this and I was like, great. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hard to get through his his scenes. Yeah. Well, and to put that in perspective, then if he, I mean, him knowing he was sick, him knowing he wasn't doing well and him being able to come back and see everyone and see Dan and see Emma, especially Emma. I feel like they mm-hmm. had a very special um, relationship mm-hmm. um, and, and Rupert. And it couldn't have been easy for them to like seeing Robbie and they maybe knew too like mm-hmm. we're not going to get to see you much longer like that right. just that's that's hard that's mm-hmm. hard um, yeah to think about yeah Ugh. okay anybody else have anything they want to add before I start becoming a real blubbery mess <laughs> no yeah I think we uh 
everyone pretty much said what we're all thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're pretty much yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Well, Pixie Dusters, if you haven't watched the HBO special, I Definitely. mean, we kind of ruined a lot of it for you, but I really encourage you to go back and watch it because it shows a lot of behind the scenes, shows a lot of old film, um, of things we have seen, things we haven't seen. You get mm -hmm. to hear from them. It's really, really a great tribute to our Harry Potter cast that we grew up uh, watching. Mm -hmm. So definitely go. It's on a, it's on Max. That's the only way, only place that it is streaming right now. So uh, hopefully you're able to find a way to see it. But next week we will be wrapping up our Harry mm -hmm. Potter summer with a tribute uh, to all of the actors that we have lost over the years so far with our Harriet Potter family. Mm -hmm. um, it will be called In Memoriam. So uh, we hope to hear from you next or see you next week or hear you next week or you hear us next week, however that works. Uh, and have a great week. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. The show is written and produced by Ashley and Sammy, except for those manifestos, which are all written by Dan himself. Intro and audio editing by Sammy, logo created by Ashley. The show is produced as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure you check out all of our other shows and have a magical day.